Hello there, old and new friends. Welcome to Divine Musing, episode 42, Watchtower in the Wilderness. I am Destiny Rambo Corey, and I am so thankful that you have joined me for this journey into scripture, literature, poetry, and prayer as we view them through the light of transformation and growth. Here's something I've been thinking about lately. We begin with an excerpt from an author whose works have rocked my world in ways that I don't fully have words yet to express. My husband, Joel, discovered an old first edition of her book, Asked of God, and felt led to get it for me. I am so eternally grateful for his obedience because that one book has opened a treasure trove of revelation that I didn't know that I needed. Her name is Anna Savage Shipton, and she lived from 1815 to 1901. Today's excerpt is from her phenomenal book called The Watchtower, also known as Watchtower in the Wilderness. Um, This is, he got it for me for my birthday, isn't it beautiful? So when I read old books like this, I am so grateful that there are companies that do reprints um, because I can read it in a book that I can, (laughs) I can put my tabs in and I can write all over. For those of you that are just listening um, and not watching the video today, um, my book is full of these tiny little bookmarks. Um, My husband says that he knows how good a book is by how many of these little tabs he sees in the side. Um, But as you can see, all the tabs, I highly recommend this book, The Watchtower. We are never in perfect safety, but when we are resting in the presence of the Lord of hosts, Everywhere in scriptures and in the walk of each follower of the Lamb, we trace trial and temptation preceding or following success or blessing. The Lord must prove the vessel he ordains to honor. What grace and divine compassion, what manifestation of power and majesty flow from the cross he places in love on the neck of his chosen witness. The cross is the glory of the Son of God, and to bear a cross is to partake of that glory. Our light affliction, which is but for a moment, worketh for us far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory. Those rough billows we expected to overwhelm us brought the Lord on their foaming crests. That wall of water we thought would forever shut us in with our enemies was made the means of their destruction, not ours. The earthquake that threatened our lives and fortune opened the door for us to go forth stronger for the Lord's hand in our behalf. And when we have been cast out of one city, it has been to be sent where the master's testimony and blessing awaited us. The viper that to the eyes of others seemed the harbinger of our disgrace was but the instrument of him who, through the malice of a hidden foe, could prove the experimental power of the promises of God written for all ages for the followers of the despised Nazarene. Therefore, shrink not 
for the bow is in the cloud and the covenant of God in the sure mercies of David. That's so good, right? (laughs) So rich. When I first began reading The Watchtower or Watchtower in the Wilderness, I had to read each page probably three or four times in order to fully grasp its depth. Anna writes so richly that it takes a lot of time to chew and digest. Without giving too much away, because I highly, highly recommend that you read the book, it talks a lot about disruptions of life and how they really aren't disruptions at all. I don't know about you, but I love a good plan. I love a finely tuned schedule. I love knowing exactly what I'm getting into before I ever begin. Last minute plan changes give me so much anxiety. And when a schedule diverts without my power to correct it, I get stressed to the point of frustration. In the life I've lived in music and ministry, I'm constantly traveling and my patience is tried regularly. Delayed flights, missed trains, unavailable taxis, unexpected weather, etc., 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 have all ruined my day. As much as I hate to admit it, it's the truth. I'm not one who can naturally go with the flow or operate with the mindset of, I'll get there eventually. No, I want to be there exactly when I'm supposed to be there, on time, and ready for what's next. For the vast majority of my life, delays and disruptions have meant complete shutdown for me. Um, I'll withdraw into myself so I don't take my frustration out on those around me, but I'm sure they can still see steam coming out of my ears. I've never enjoyed this part of myself, but it was something I never really thought I could change. And I tried a lot of ways to change in my own strength, but unsuccessfully. I believe the Lord led me to this book because he saw that I did really want to change, but I didn't have the tools. He's so kind that way. The entire story is her telling about times in her life when she once perceived this moment as a disruption, it actually was an opportunity. That the mistrain was Holy Spirit repositioning her to be on the next train where the ladies seated next to her needed ministry. That a missed letter in the mail meant she stayed longer where she was and could be of service to those she would encounter. The unexpected to man is always expected to God. Proverbs 5.21 says, For the ways of man are directly before the eyes of the Lord, and he carefully watches all of his paths, all of his comings and goings. Proverbs 20.24 says, Man's steps are ordered and ordained by the Lord. How then can a man fully understand his way? How drastically would our lives change if we began to view every perceived disruption in our lives as an intentional course redirect on behalf of Holy Spirit? How many opportunities to show his love and be a minister of his word to those who really need us have we missed by sitting with our arms folded and steam coming out of our ears? never even noticing the person across from us who's sitting there choking back tears or never hearing the voice behind us of someone on a phone call that you know is just riddled with fear and worry or 
missing seeing the baby laying on the floor in the airport on a blanket that still has its hospital bracelet on and the poor mother just leaning over this child doing everything she possibly can but we miss seeing her bloodshot eyes and her weariness and her voice from not sleeping or eating in days if it was important enough for divine to cause a delay or a redirect it should be important to us how much has our personal stress caused us to miss out on? I remember when I was a kid, if there was a delay of some kind, especially when it came to travel, I would hear people say something like, well, it was probably the Lord that you were held up because you might have gotten in a car accident and died on the way here and he kept you from dying in a car accident on the way here. Um, <laughs> I mean, uh, there's probably some truth to that, but the delays that I'm talking about today have little to do with us and everything to do with what he is calling us to do. Psalm 119, beginning at verse 130 says, The entrance and unfolding of your words give light. Their unfolding gives understanding, discernment, and comprehension to the simple. I opened my mouth and panted with eager desire. For I longed for your commandments. Look upon me, be merciful unto me, and show me favor, as is your way to those who love your name. Establish my steps and direct them by means of your word. Let not any iniquity have dominion over me. Anna so beautifully says after a story of one of her interruption encounters. We shall look back, I believe, on these minute links of life's history, not as insignificant and unimportant objects as some count them today, but as wondrous examples to exalt the power and wisdom of God, which shall carry their influence through eternity. He has promised to manifest himself to us as he does not unto the world. The hearing ear, and the seeing eye, the omnipotent Lord hath made even both of them. If these thoughts today have sparked a desire in your heart to be more present during the seeming disruptions of life, and you are ready to open yourself up to be used as divine's witness, then why don't we pray this prayer together? Divine Creator, you sent your son Jesus to earth to show us the way the way of being present, the way of rising above the stress of our circumstances to see why you have brought us to this place. Meet us in our frailties and give us fresh eyes to see what is going on around us. Give us open ears to hear what you are calling us to hear. Give us a heart that is so moved with compassion that we will cast aside our own nervousness and become Jesus in the flesh to who you are calling us to. Give us your words to say and allow your wisdom to guide us every step of the way. We are listening, we are available, and we are willing to become your hands and feet. In Jesus' beloved name, amen. I know today's musing may seem a little bit short, but that's because I was leaving time to be able to read a lengthier poem extracted from yet again, the Watchtower, and let Anna Shipton's words stand on their own. This is a poem titled, The Watchtower. I will stand alone on my watchtower 
and hear what the Lord will say. I've watched there many a midnight and the noon of the sultry day. I have cast my bread on the waters. I shall surely find it again. Though now to my poor heart's vision, it seems to be all in vain. The Lord hath his time appointed. I know not when it may be, but the blessing my soul is seeking will be given at last to me. It may come in the silent watches when the world lieth weary and still. It may come when my hope sinks lowest, the depth of my spirit to thrill. I know it will come, I am gazing into the distance afar as the wise men watched for the rising through Eastern night of their star. And a star shall rise on my darkness that Herod shall ne'er destroy. I shall know the light I have longed for and rejoice with exceeding joy. It may come in another fashion, that error I pictured its ray. It may rise o'er the dull cold mountain like the dawn of a summer's day. It may come like the lightning flashing or loud as the thunder's blast, but the Lord who is strong in battle will answer my prayer at last. Thou hast spoken and thou wilt do it. I will tarry in hope and see, for none ever walked in darkness and waited in vain for thee. I know that my prayer will be answered. The Lord never comes too late. And the heart that will trust him fully shall never be desolate. It may come when my dust lies sleeping, awaiting my Savior's call. But my last prayer safe in his keeping will shine their fairest of all. It may come when the enemy scoffeth, but I will believe thee, Lord. For they who dwell in thy presence may take their rest on thy word. My star, nay, thy star, my master, to shine in thy crown so fair. This is my hope in my sadness. This is the strength of my prayer. Thou workest in signs and wonders. Thy promise shall cheer me again. Long have I waited on thee, Lord. None ever waited in vain. I will stand alone on my watchtower. If so, I may do thy will. Keep me to watch for my star rise. If it please thee, keep me there still. Thou wilt answer my prayer for thy glory. O master beloved, thou wilt bless and quicken my heart in thy praises to tell of thy faithfulness. I hope this musing has given you a little something to think about too. Thank you so much for joining me today for Divine Musing. For more information, head over to www.rambocory.com. I would love to connect with you on social media. You can find me at facebook.com forward slash Destiny Makes Music or on Instagram and Twitter at Des Rambo Music.